You're listening to the DolphinsTalk.com Podcast Network. Hello, hello, Miami Dolphin fans, and welcome to the Same Old Dolphin Show, part of the DolphinsTalk.com podcast network. I'm Josh Katzker. With me today and every day is my brother from the exact same mother, Aaron the Brain. Aaron, say hello to the people. Hello to the people. We're back, baby. Back for the attack for another Miami Dolphins preview show. And uh, the team's a little, uh, we'll say a little bit beat up as they're getting ready to head into a game on the West Coast. Well, I guess it's not really the coast, but it's a a battle against another NFC West team. This is, uh, what's that, three straight games against? Well, no, I guess the Jets game was shuffled in there. But three out of the last four games against NFC West opponents before the last five, right? Because the game before the... 49ers game was the Seahawks game. Anyway, we've been yeah, doing a lot of work against the, the last five. Yeah, been been doing a lot of work with the AFC or the NFC West, and this is going to be the last game that the Dolphins face an NFC West team this season, and it's an opportunity to finish the season three and one versus the NFC West, which would be a big surprise. But this is going to be a big test this week, Brain, because not only are they going up against an Arizona Cardinals team that has put it together and that is coming off of a bye week, but they've got to travel west and uh, they're dealing with a little bit of an injury bug, not to mention we're in, we're still in the process of implementing Tua Tungavailoa into this offense and we've, we're still yet to see the best of Tua and it's going to be another test for him this week in Arizona. So, in addition to all of that, we got to talk about the injuries. So we found out shortly after the Rams game last week that Miles Gaskin had a sprained MCL and was going to be going on to IR for at least three weeks. So he's going to be missing some time. And the thought was then that the Dolphins would be bringing uh, that we'd see Matt Breida handle the most uh, most of the reps at running back but now he is going to be out for this game with uh he's got a, a hamstring that's bothering him so it seems like the dolphins are going to be relying on our old pal Jordan one yard Jordan Howard going to be getting the bulk of the carries and I mean you can look at this in a couple of different ways one it's this is his opportunity to salvage something out of this deal with the Dolphins because he has just really I think been a disappointment to everybody this season and then in addition to uh, Jordan Howard we're going to see some carries probably for Patrick Laird we're going to see him get involved and then we also have uh, the Dolphins have a, a, a running back called Salvin Ahmed who uh, may be making an appearance at some point 
in this game. The Dolphins made a trade towards the end of the trade deadline. In fact, right before they announced the Gaskin injury, the Dolphins traded, I believe it was a sixth round pick to Kansas City for running back DeAndre Washington. But because of the COVID protocols, he is not yet with the team this week. So he is not eligible to play in this game. He will, however, be available uh, for games going forward after this one. So uh, that'll be something to look forward to seeing, particularly if Jordan Howard has a disappointing performance in this game. Additionally, I guess there is still some question as to whether or not this game is going to take place. I guess a lot of it depends on how the Friday COVID tests come back on Saturday, but we found out on Friday that an assistant coach with the Dolphins uh, tested positive for COVID-19. Additionally, Lynn Bowden was placed on the COVID-19 reserve list because of a close contact, we believe. And so he is not traveling with the team for this game. So they're, they're a little bit beat up. And on top of all of that, They are facing an Arizona Cardinals team this week that is flying high. Arizona has won three straight, including their last game, which was two weeks ago, where they defeated the Seattle Seahawks in overtime by a score of 37 to 34. Kyler Murray really looking every bit the real deal, and you certainly can't blame the Cardinals for upgrading from Josh Rosen to to Kyler Murray. He's looking like a very, very good quarterback. And so, Brain, um, we'll get into what the Dolphins are going to need to do to stop Kyler Murray here in just a moment, but let's first talk about what the Dolphins are going to need to figure out how to do on the offensive side of the ball in this game because they're going to be dealing with quite a few, you know, as we mentioned, they're a little bit shorthanded here. So actually, before you jump into that brain, let me remind everybody to follow us if they haven't done that yet. At Amplified to Rock is my Twitter. He is at Aaron the Brain. That's at A-A-Ron the Brain. The show is at Same Old Dolphins. We're at Facebook.com slash Same Old Dolphins. Every episode of the Same Old Dolphin Show is also available at DolphinsTalk.com, your one-stop shop for all things Miami Dolphins. Make sure you're visiting DolphinsTalk.com each and every day for all the latest Miami Dolphins news and information. And of course, finally, we invite you all to download, rate, review, and subscribe to the Same Old Dolphin Show on Apple Podcasts. Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, anywhere you get your podcast. We appreciate you taking a few moments to leave us a positive review and, and, and giving us a five-star rating. We really, really appreciate that. Brain, the Dolphins offense, shorthanded, going into this game against Arizona. We're also dealing with the implementation of Tua into this offense. So how do you see this going? I mean, it's not like the, the Cardinals have like some great defense. Uh, the, the Cardinals defense right now is uh, pulling it up here in front of me. The Arizona Cardinals defense giving up 378.4 yards per game. So they're in sort of the bottom tier here in the NFL when it comes to defense. So do you see this as a situation where the Dolphins are going to be able to get things clicking in this game against Arizona? Well, I don't pay much attention to totals as far as stats are concerned. Uh, particularly because of teams like Arizona who play at a fast pace and score a lot of points. The fact is, you look at the total stats and you'll say Arizona is one of the worst defenses in the league, but on a per play basis, the Arizona Cardinals have the second best defense in the league. Uh, 5.2 yards per play. 
that's better than the defense that Miami went up against uh, last week against the Rams. Now, uh, the Cardinals get after it a little bit differently than the Rams do. The Rams, uh, a team with a dominant defensive line that rarely blitzed. The Cardinals, a team that relies heavily on the blitz to put pressure on on opposing quarterbacks. Uh, and also uh, the Cardinals with a team that relies on that pressure and a shutdown corner in uh, Patrick Peterson, as well as a playmaking safety in Buda Baker. Uh, but uh, to have one of the better pass defenses in the league. So for the second week in a row, Miami's going to go up against a really good pass defense, and that could be a problem. Now, the difference here is that Arizona is towards the bottom of the league as far as yards allowed per rush. Uh, but again... The Dolphins are without their leading rusher in Miles Gaskin, without their second leading rusher in Matt Breida. And so we find ourselves, or they find themselves, relying on Jordan Howard, Patrick Laird, and Savan Ahmed. Uh, and this is not an ideal situation. I actually just uh, thought of the perfect solution for the Dolphins running back situation. Well, what is that? Don't run the ball at all? No, you just got to put Ryan Fitzpatrick in. There <laughs> you go. Last year's leading rusher. Just get get the man uh, some carries. But but what I do think, where I do think the Dolphins will have opportunity. First off, this is an opportunity for Jordan Howard. He has been written off the first couple of months of this season because he got off to a very slow start. And frankly, he was outplayed and outperformed. But Jordan Howard is a guy that has been a thousand yard rusher in this league. And just a year ago was a guy that averaged around four and a half yards a carry. So there's, there's reason to be hopeful that Jordan Howard can put together a game here, uh, where he can, he can be an effective running back for the Dolphins and we can have some semblance of a running game. But I also believe that the key to this game, look, the Dolphins will try to establish the run because they don't want to be one dimensional and they've got to keep Arizona off balance. But the key is going to be to, regardless of how good Arizona is against the pass, the Dolphins will still need to be able to move the ball uh, against them through the air. And that means Tua will have a lot of responsibility in this game, particularly against uh, a defense uh, coached by Vance Josephs, uh, who loves to bring the blitz. And so it will be on Tua to identify where those extra rushers are coming from and quickly decipher where to go with the ball. Now, the good news is, is that while it's only been one week in the NFL as far as being a starting quarterback, when you look at Tua's college career, this is one thing that he excelled at, and it's one of the reasons why he was so highly touted coming out of Alabama, was his processing skill, his ability to understand where the rush was coming from, and his ability to get the ball out quickly, on time, and on target. I think, look, Patrick Peterson is going to be locked up, whether it's against, whether he shadows Devontae Parker or he's just lined up on one side. That's probably going to be an area that the, that Tua wants to avoid. 
there, there's just not a whole lot of reason to test an elite corner, particularly when their second cornerback, Dre Kirkpatrick, is out for this game. And so the Cardinals have, uh, you know, some question marks there on the other side of the field. Uh, also, Buda Baker, as great as he is, um, you're going to want to avoid him if he's deep in coverage. There are going to be other opportunities to, to go different places with the football as long as Tua can diagnose where that rush is coming from. The offensive line cannot get completely blown up. And uh, ultimately, he'll just have to, I, I think those quick slants, RPO, uh, you know, seven to 10 yard routes, whether it's in the slot, uh, you know, coming off of the opposite side. I think that's where Miami's got to find success. And then, you know, they're going to have to probably find some ways to make some chunk plays, uh, as well, because I don't know, based off of what we saw last week, and what we've seen from this Dolphins offense this season, and frankly, what we've seen from this Arizona defense all season, I don't know how realistic it is to expect to drive down the field for 10 to 12 plays, you know, four or five times over the course of the game. So if the Dolphins need to put up points, and you would think that they would against a team that's averaging 29 points a game in the Arizona Cardinals, uh, I think that it's going to be, we will need to have balance, but ultimately Tua is going to have to play much better than he did last week. And I think also uh, we're going to have to let the reins loose a little bit. Uh, if, if we're going to run the ball on first down, and it doesn't work, at some point, uh, Chan Gailey is going to have to say, look, we need our quarterback to make some plays to open things up. And that means they're going to need to let Tua throw the ball. And I, look, you drafted this guy number five overall. I'm you're going to, I'm going to sound like a broken record, but you drafted the guy number five overall. You replaced a quarterback that was playing at a high level. You just got to trust this guy. You said that he's ready, so you got to trust him. Um, this is not a time to be conservative. That said, if the Dolphins can do what they did last week on defense and special teams, then maybe you can get away with uh, being a little conservative on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah, I I think you're right. I think this is a game that's all about letting Tua loose a little bit and let's see what the kids got. And part of that is... Because I don't think this is going to be a game that the defense dominates quite in the same way that they did against the Rams. And I think this is an easy transition to the other side of the ball. This Arizona Cardinals offense is very different than what the Rams have done. And when you look at the games that the Dolphins have won this year and that they've that they've performed really well defensively, they were games against quarterbacks that are not particularly mobile. That you know, when we're looking at Jared Goff, you're looking at Joe Flacco, you're looking at CJ Beathard and a beaten up Jimmy Garoppolo and you're looking at Gardner Minshew who was probably the most mobile of the quarterbacks that they faced and 
you know, when you look at that, you're talking about quarterbacks who were primarily pocket guys, guys hanging in the pocket. And what we've what we've known is that the Dolphins in recent years have really struggled with the kind of athletic quarterbacks who are able to get outside of the pocket and run and cause problems. And as you look at what Kyler Murray has done this year, not only has he been able to get it done with his arm and, you know, taking advantage of his new target, DeAndre Hopkins, and the and the veteran uh, Larry Fitzgerald and, and uh, Andy Isabella, you know, or, you know, they've got, this is a team that he, they've got some weapons and he's been able to sling it, but he's also been able to run as well and get outside of the pocket and scramble and cause problems. And that is something that the Dolphins have struggled to contain. And so because of that, you, it makes me wonder if the Dolphins are going to be equipped, you know, at this point, you know, a few weeks removed from the last time they played a, a, a quarterback like this in Russell Wilson, that now they're taking on Kyler Murray and is Kyler Murray just going to have a field day getting outside of the pocket and running on the Dolphins or have the Dolphins figured out a way to contain this guy? That's that's the million dollar question and I think that this might be a game where the Dolphins need to spend a lot of time with, you know, not every play, but a significant amount of the plays, a significant percentage of the plays with a spy on Kyler Murray. Um, the question is, do you, you know, one, if you, if you're going to have a spy, uh, you have to understand that that takes away a guy that is focused, uh, on the other 10 guys, uh, on the offense. It, it's taking a guy out of coverage. It's taking a guy, uh, away from keying on the running game and simply keying on Kyler Murray. The second part of it is if you've got a guy spying on Kyler Murray, they have to be able to keep up with Kyler Murray. And so with a guy like Kyler Murray, who is so quick and so elusive, it could be a challenge. And, and I think the, the way to do this is Arizona likes a lot of their uh their 10 package which is uh one running back four receivers no tight ends uh another team that did this a lot to Miami was Buffalo and had a lot of success against Miami doing so uh Miami is probably going to use a lot of nickel and dime and maybe even some quarter defense in this game and that might mean it that you're going to have different guys as the extra defensive back that are kind of tasked with uh spying on Kyler Murray and it, it's and it's not going to be the same guy every time because you want it to be a little bit unpredictable you want him, you want them to not know when there's a spy and when there is a spy who the spy is and that's where uh the game planning and the scheme that Brian Flores and Josh Boyer come up with will be so important but I really think that that's something that you have to account for uh in this Arizona offense when you look at the last three games the last two in particularly but the last three games that the Arizona Cardinals have played Kyler Murray has 33 rush attempts. That's 11 a game. 24 in the last two. And in the last two on those 24 carries, he's accounted for 141 yards. Uh, so he, he's running at 
uh, a Lamar Jackson clip. And the other thing to remember here is that Kenyon Drake is going to be out for this game. So the Dolphins aren't the only team that are dealing with running back issues. And Arizona does not have a lot of depth there either. Chase Edmonds, who... Uh, has, has a lot of yards per carry and has been a nice change of pace back for Arizona has mostly been used in the passing game by them. He, he has one game in his career, uh, with six carries and that was in week one of this season. And outside of that, you're looking at three, four carries a game. Uh, so with no Kenyon Drake, I'm not sure that that's a guy that's going to carry the load. Uh, Arizona not with very much depth there at running back. So I think that means there's a greater onus on Kyler Murray to be the source of their running game, which again, I think is just more reason why the Dolphins need to prepare that Kyler Murray is going to be the the key to the Arizona run running game. And so if you could corral him, contain him, I think it's also important those ends uh, and those pass rushers this is one of those situations where maybe you're not coming at the quarterback with the same ferocity because you're not as worried about if you miss him, they're going to turn up field and run for 20 yards. This is one of those where sometimes when you rush a passer like a Kyler Murray or or Russell Wilson, you don't necessarily care as much about getting home and getting the sack as much as you do making them feel uncomfortable and keeping them contained in the pocket. Uh, I think that's really where this comes down to. If Miami's able to stop the run uh, and they're able to contain Kyler Murray there, well, then... Then the matchup turns to, well, can you stop Arizona's, you know, playmakers on the outside? Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, Larry Fitzgerald, Christian Kirk, and Andy Isabella, four very talented receivers, but then they're going up against the, it's strength on strength. It's great receivers going up against a great secondary. Cause we talked all about in our last show how the Dolphins have four players in their secondary that are playing at an elite level. This is going to be a huge test for young guys, two rookies in particular in Brandon Jones and Noah Igbenogany. This is going to be a big test for Nick Needham, who I think is coming off of his best game of the season. And I think in general, this is going to be a huge test for the Miami Dolphins defense because not only is this Arizona offense the best offense that the Dolphins have played uh, in a few weeks since since the Seattle game. But this is also, like you were saying, all of the Dolphins' success defensively has come against quarterbacks that were of the immobile variety. Uh, you know, Gardner Minshew, I, you can make a case for him being mobile, but I don't think Gardner Minshew is getting mistaken for, for Kyler Murray or Russell Wilson or Josh Allen or Cam Newton at all. Uh, those guys all gave Miami trouble. So this is a Dolphins defense that has been playing at an absolute elite level the last three games. Can they keep it up against a really good offense with a style of quarterback that has given them trouble and you know can they can they get after the quarterback can they can they make those turnover or create those turnovers and can they keep playing at that level because if they can then i'm of the opinion that this becomes this is a top 5 defense the rest of the season but if they can't 
then, you know, this might just be a pretty good defense, but nothing special. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they can do to contain Kyler Murray and slow down what has been a very explosive Cardinals offense this season. And likewise, it'll be very interesting if they have trouble slowing them down to see if the offense is able to keep up. It It's going to be an interesting one. I, I, it's a spicy one and should be a fun one to watch. A late kickoff on Sunday afternoon. We are going to give you our predictions for this game and also share some one hot takes from all of our one hot takes. That's like the Lone Rangers. You know, there's you can't have can't be one hot take if there's multiple of them. But we asked the listeners to share one hot take each. And they have, uh, they have done that. And we're going to read to you what they, some of them have shared with us here in just a moment. Then we'll make our predictions. But first, we need to talk about Manscaped. Brain, show the people the t-shirt. For those of you watching us on the Dolphins Talk YouTube channel, you can see the brain is wearing his Manscaped t-shirt. And Manscaped, folks, it is the number one men's grooming company. This is the place. They are They are specialized. They specialize in below-the-waist grooming. But, you know, that's not the only thing. Okay, don't show us that, brain. Uh, listen, that's not the that's not the only thing you can take care of with their products. The Weed Whacker 2.0 is designed for nose hair and ear hair. So that's above the belt. And then, of course, if you want to stick below the belt, they've got the Lawnmower 3.0. They got the plow. They got the ball deodorant. They got the ball toner. You're going to take care of yourself. You're going to smell really nice down there. And whoever your significant other is, is going to appreciate you. So... What you want to do to take advantage of these products. And trust me, the brain and I have, uh, we, we got some samples of these products. We tried them out. They are outstanding products. Particularly, I'm a big fan of the boxer shorts that you can get in the perfect package over there at manscaped.com. So we invite all of you to head over to manscaped.com. Listen, guys, treat yourselves. Okay. And listen, and, and if you don't want to treat yourself, maybe there is somebody special. Maybe, maybe, uh, ladies and gents, that you have somebody that uh, could use some Manscaped products and they don't want to get it for themselves. Maybe you can hook them up. What you're going to do is go over to manscaped.com. You're going to pick out the items that you want to purchase. You're going to put them in your cart. You're going to enter the promo code Dolphins Talk, all one word D O L P H I N S T A L K. That's promo code Dolphins, Co- Dolphins Talk, excuse me. Enter that code at checkout. You will save 20%. And then on top of that, they're going to send you your order for free. It's a great deal. Head over to manscaped.com. You're going to get your fantastic men's grooming equipment. This is top of the line stuff. They're going to make sure there's no nicks, no cuts, no bruises. Everything is going to be great. You're going to be neat. You're going to be clean. You're going to be soft. You're going to smell nice. And everybody is going to love it. And even if this, even if everybody isn't getting down into your below the belt area, you're going to be walking with an extra spring in your step. You're going to be, you're going to be more confident. You're going to feel better about yourself. And it's all because the people at Manscaped are taking good care of you and you are taking good care of yourself by heading over to manscaped.com and using the promo code Dolphins Talk to save 20% off your order and you're going to get free shipping. It's as, as as the brain and eyes late grandfather would say, 
it's a friendly deal. It's a friendly deal. Got to take advantage of it over at manscaped.com. All right, Brain, you ready to hear some takes? I love a good Airheads reference, uh, so I'm ready for these one hot takes. That's right. We're ready for these one hot takes from the Lone Rangers. Uh, and and let me just say, one, one show removed from telling people not to send me takes anymore. We've got a lot of great takes from from all the folks here. So here we go. Don't send us any more takes. Well, I mean, you can send us all the takes you want right now, but, you know, they're not going to get on the show. The show's recorded by the time you're hearing this. Here we go. Well, don't, don't Mike, send us any more talk. takes that's, next week. That way we'll get plenty of takes. That's right. So uh, at Dolphins Talk, Mike, Mike Oliva says Kyler Murray has his worst game of the season to date uh, and versus this Dolphins defense on Sunday. So... Uh, Mike is predicting that Dolphins D is going to perform well. Brandon Heron also suggests that the Dolphins D is going to do really well. He says DeAndre Hopkins has less than 50 yards this week. I will take it. At GMB underscore 1K says Devontae Parker will torch Patrick Peterson for 100 plus yards. I like it. Isaac Edelman says Tua beats Murray like in the Orange Bowl. That's good. That's a nice throwback. A little college football throwback there. Um, uh, from the world of fantastic Twitter handles, at Crouton and Ranch says, one of our running backs goes off for over 150 all-purpose yards. That would be incredible, particularly if it was Jordan one yard. We need you Jordan more yards. Oh, Jordan Moore yards, we're going to call him. It, well, he's got to earn that. He's Jordan one yard until further notice. I, Leon Carlos says Preston has a great game. Six receptions, 87 yards and a touchdown. I will take it. At DBDD Gray says Jordan Howard has a breakout game. You pair that with the Crouton and Ranch tweet and uh, we got ourselves a nice little situation there. You pair anything with Crouton and Ranch and you got yourself a nice situation. I mean, let's be honest. That's that's a fact. That's a fact. A crouton and ranch. Oh yes, a little yeah, anchovy. Th- throw a little, throw a little uh, grilled chicken in there. Yeah, we're, a little bacon a, and some parmesan. Yeah, some some lettuce, some onion. Oh, getting hungry. Getting hungry. Late night recording a podcast at the Sherm Life says Byron Jones ties his career totals for interceptions in this game. Two picks. Of Kyler Murray in this game for Byron Jones. I will take it. How about Sam at Sam V. Doe feeling very confident? Says the Finns shut the cards out. That would be a statement. That would be a serious statement. At, at Silky Callaway 72 says Dolphins D will stifle Kyler Murray and prove once again why it's the best in the league. I mean, they they will have an argument if they can if they can stifle Kyler Murray in a, in a true sense. You, you, they may have an argument there. Although uh, I I think the Pit, the Pittsburgh Steelers would like to have a word with you. Uh, at David O'Haver says my Finns will be reminded that they are in year one and a half of a three year rebuild. Unfortunately, so it's a that's a that's a realistic take from David O'Haver. He's listen. You know this this is the gimmick on this show. So he's he's coming back down to reality here. Uh, Austin Dobbins says Patrick Laird will have 100 scrimmage yards and Jordan Howard will have two goal line touchdowns. Give it to I mean, him from the one. We're good. That's right. 
That's 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 really the question here. What is if the over under on uh, average yards per carry for Jordan Howard in this game? If we set it at point six, do you think he would go over or under? I think he just gets over. Okay, well we'll see. And finally, th- at three oh five, Brogan says DeAndre Hopkins zero catches in this game. A shutdown game for Xavier Howard and Byron Jones. Those are the takes, Brain. Some good ones, as always, from the listeners. As a reminder, if you're not following at Same Old Dolphins on Twitter, make sure that you do that so that you can share your hashtag one hot take with us each week when we send out the call for those takes. Additionally, Facebook.com slash Same Old Dolphins, and you can comment over there as well. All right, Brain, it's prediction time. What do you see happening this Sunday when your Miami Dolphins head out to Glendale to take on the Arizona Cardinals? Look, like I was saying, this is a huge test for this Dolphins defense. And if they're able to play at an elite level against this offense, it's going to be a massive statement and a great sign of things to come the rest of the year. It would really, to me, cement that this is a top 10 defense and arguably a top five defense if they're able to do what they've done the last three games against this Arizona Cardinals offense. That said, I have trouble believing that it's going to happen. I'll say this, without Kenyon Drake being there and not having another proven running back in that backfield, I think that's a huge break for this Dolphins defense because if they've struggled in one area, it's been stopping the run. And that makes things a little bit, actually a lot easier to defend. It's still, you've got to You've got a factor for for Kyler Murray on the ground, and Chase Edmonds is not an easy guy to defend, but I don't think that he's a guy that, that can carry the ball 15 times a game. So I think that you you can key on Kyler a little bit more, and I think that's where spying on him, I really believe, might be the way to go for this defense. And ultimately, if we can get them in to you know, rough down in distances where you get them into that third and long situation. The Dolphins defense has excelled at that all year. And I think, you know, focusing on containing a guy like Kyler Murray can go a long way. I think, you know, our corners are are well suited to match up with, you know, the the top receivers of the of the Cardinals in Larry Fitzgerald and and in Nuke Hopkins. But Christian Kirk and Andy Isabella are really, really talented receivers as well. And that means that Nick Needham and Noah Igbenogany have big tests in front of them. Uh, it means Bobby McCain uh, is going to to have a big test as far as defending the deep ball. I'll say this, though. Over the last three games, uh, opposing uh, opposing offenses are 0 for 14 throwing the ball more than 20 yards down the field. So Bobby McCain has done a great job there. So if the Dolphins can take away the big play, which they've done, and limit the big plays on the ground, then this defense does have a route to a successful game here. But I think Arizona has shown that they're going to find ways to get chunk plays. They're just too good. And also keep in mind that this Dolphins defense played a lot of snaps last week 
against the Rams. And they've got to come across the country against an Arizona team that got to sit back and rest for a week and watch a lot of film on the Dolphins and be prepared for everything that the Dolphins could throw at them. I think Arizona is going to come out with a great game plan. Uh, I think they're going to make some things happen. I think they're going to put some points on the board. And I think the Dolphins defense will play okay, but this is not going to be a game that the Dolphins can win just scoring 20 points. Uh, we're going to need Tua and this Dolphins offense to play much, much better. Jordan Howard is going to need to have a good game. We're going to need to have some semblance of a running game. And we're going to need some chunk plays on offense. And ultimately, I think we're going to need to win the turnover battle uh, to have to have a shot at this thing. We're going to need some big plays, uh, you know, as far as defensively special teams to set us up in position to get some cheap points the same way that we did last week. I think this is going to be a close game. I think this is going to be a good matchup. I think Tua is going to play a lot better than he did last week. The thing is, I think it might take the Dolphins getting behind in this game, particularly in the second half, for Chan Gailey and Brian Flores to really allow Tua to come into his own. And I think it might be too little too late. I've got Arizona winning this one 30 to 24. Yeah, that's, that's a pretty close game. I, uh, I, man, my gut tells me that this is not going to be pretty. My gut tells me that this is a, a classic letdown game here. Dolphins have won three in a row, which seems to be the ceiling for this team when it comes to consecutive wins in recent years. Um, and so I just, I, I, I worry that they're going to come out a little bit flat here. They, they're dealing with some depth injury, you know, issues. Um, and you know, Arizona is proving to be a tough team. However, and you know, and also the fact that Arizona has been, you know, sitting on a bye for a week. Of course, Arizona is still not going to have the, the clearest idea of what the Dolphins are going to attempt to do on offense. And that's an advantage to the fact that you know, that the Dolphins really didn't show very much with Tua uh, last week. So there is still a little bit of a mystery involved when it comes to exactly what the Dolphins offense is going to look like. But then again, I think there were probably, you know, some more wrinkles involved, but they probably involved Lynn Bowden a little bit. They probably involved Malcolm Perry a little bit. And it sounds like we're not going to see either of those two guys this week. So maybe some of those wrinkles are going to have to wait a little bit. Uh, so I don't know. It just feels like to me that this is, is building up towards a game where the Miami Dolphins are going to come out a little bit flat and they're going to, they're, I don't want to say that they're going to, you know, get wild, but I have a feeling that it's not going to be particularly close. So I, I think Arizona is going to, and maybe look, maybe I'll be wrong, but I have a feeling that the Cardinals are going to win this one and probably win it fairly easily. I'm going to say the Cardinals are going to win this game. Uh, say thirty-four to twenty. I'm gonna say thirty-four to twenty. Not gonna, not gonna be terribly close, but the Dolphins will at least be able to score some points. It's not like they're gonna be completely inept. Um, and hopefully that will cool down some of the takes that we're getting on Tua here in the social media universe. Uh, for these Miami Dolphins, these a lot of folks out there who really hate Tua. Hopefully Tua will play at least well enough 
to to get people off his back. But let's be perfectly honest, unless he goes, you know, unless he he's 23 of 31 for 350 yards and four touchdowns, you know, unless he's putting up Aaron Rodgers numbers, I feel like we're going to we're going to get crap about Tua no matter what he does. But that is a conversation for another time because now it's time to go into the weekend and see what happens with this Miami Dolphins team. Here's a question for you, Bryn. You guys, where are you guys at? Before we go here, we'll go completely off subject here. How, how are you guys doing with the uh, with the Christmas decorations down there? Is it happening in your house? Are Christmas decorations in the ballpark here? We have yet to start the Christmas decorations. Oh, see. Uh, typically, house- typically... Look, my mother-in-law goes goes ham for for Christmas, and oh, I mean, oh, I don't ham just mean on Christmas. Is I don't fantastic. I don't I just mean Christmas she's ham. cooking ham, and she will be cooking ham. But uh, I mean, the Christmas decorations are elite. But we still got Thanksgiving, and right now we got the Thanksgiving decorations out, and the day after Thanksgiving. This entire house will be decked out in Christmas. Yeah, but that makes sense. That makes sense. I mean, we got to get through Thanksgiving first. Thanksgiving is an important holiday, especially in this household where, look, we love to cook and we love to eat in this household. So we throw down on Thanksgiving. We take Thanksgiving very seriously and we're not skipping it for anybody. I think that's I think that's good. I think that's smart. I feel the same way about Thanksgiving. I'm a big fan of Thanksgiving, but my wife is the world's biggest Christmas fan. And let me tell you, I don't know, you might even be able to see we got some Christmas lights going up over here already here on the screen. I don't I see think them. I think it's probably cropped for all the YouTube people, but uh, we got the Christmas lights going. She's got the Christmas tree up already. She's, well, she's like got, we got I think we have approximately 4 Christmas trees of varying sizes and shapes up in the house already. Um, and normally, I'm pretty big about, we got to wait until Thanksgiving comes and goes. But you know what? It's a pandemic. And, you know, sometimes you just got to let things slide. And when, when the wife says, it's a pandemic, I'm putting out the Christmas decorations. Sometimes the wise man says, okay. Okay, so it's uh, so it's Christmas at our house, and you know what? It's fine. It's fine. It's all good. It's all well, good. If we've learned anything about our in our time as Dolphins fans, uh, it's it's never good for the Dolphins when Christmas <laughs> starts to when that Christmas time starts to roll around. That's, that's true. usually when things start to go awry. So if the Dolphins lose this week, uh you know that you just got to look over uh to parts unknown in upstate New York and say, "Look, they started Christmas too soon." Yeah, that's it. Just blame blame me and my wife. Uh you can tweet at me on Twitter at Aaron the Brain and let me know that you are very disappointed in our decision. Uh, so, uh, yeah, at Aaron the Brain, at Amplified to Rock, at Same Old Dolphins. Check out DolphinsTalk.com each and every day 
For all of your Miami Dolphins news and information, it's your one-stop shop for all things Miami Dolphins. Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Facebook.com slash Dolphins, all of those places. Go to Manscaped, use the promo code Dolphins Talk, do all of those things, and we will appreciate it very much. But on top of all of those things, cheer for those Miami Dolphins. They're going to need it this Sunday as they head to Arizona and take on the Cardinals. We will be back early next week to recap that game for you and talk about everything coming out of it. Uh, So until then, take care of yourselves and each other. We'll talk to you again next time. Merry Christmas. Go Dolphins!